This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 22nd of April. In your sport today, it's Super Round in Super Rugby. The Diamonds name a bolter. Dusty could be back soon. And when at match entertainment goes a little bit wrong. This is your sport today. It's another big weekend of sport coming up like it is every weekend. And it's especially big if you're a rugby fan. It's super round in the Super Rugby Pacific comp and loose. Right in the middle is the grand final of the women's competition, the Super W. Yes, Saturday, 2pm kickoff at Amy Park in Melbourne. It'll be the Fijian Drua playing the New South Wales Waratahs in the grand final. This is the Fijian Drua's first season of Super W, and so far they're unbeaten. They're five from five. Up until three weeks ago, the Waratahs were unbeaten across five seasons of Super W, but the Drua ended their streak with a 29-10 win on the Gold Coast. It meant the Drua went straight through to the final and the Waratahs had to play the Queensland Reds. They beat them 36-0, so we'll see the best two teams in the grand final this Saturday afternoon. Watch out for Waratahs winger Mahalia Murphy. She's got 10 tries this season. Yeah, five of those tries came in one game against the Melbourne Rebels. Uh, She's a try-scoring machine. Uh, Watch it all on Stan Sport and Nine Gem at Amy Park. And speaking of Amy Park, that's where all the Super Rugby games will be this weekend. But loose. Not all teams will be there. No, the Western Forces match with Moana Pacifica has been postponed because of a COVID outbreak among the force. But there will be five games plus the Super W final this weekend. And it's significant being Anzac weekend that it will be the first time this season that the Australian and New Zealand sides will play each other. Because of travel restrictions, the teams have been split up, but now we'll get a sense of where all the teams are properly ranked. The Blues, Brumbies and Reds have won seven games games and lost only one. So we'll see who's on top at the end of the round. We sure will. Uh, Super round starts at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time tonight with the Waratahs playing the Chiefs. Watch all the games on Stan Sport and select games on 9GEM. We mentioned on yesterday's show there might be a bolter in Australia's netball squad for the Commonwealth Games. Well, the squad was named last night and the bolter is Danelle Wallum and Luce. This is quite the story. Yeah, if we go back a couple of months, Wallum had never played in the Super Netball comp, but after just five games, she's been picked for Australia. Wallum played basketball growing up in Western Australia, but took up netball in 2019. She had success in the local WA comp and a bit in the UK last year, but her big break was signing with the Queensland Firebirds in January as a maternity leave replacement for Imelda Aiken-George. She scored the second most goals this season in Super Netball, and if she makes it on the court, she'll be the third Indigenous Diamonds player and first since Sharon Finn and White in 1990. What a journey it's been so far for Wallum. Uh, the Diamonds have seven shooters in the 18 player squad, so she's got a bit of competition. And that squad will be trimmed to 12 before the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham this July. I'll put a link to the full squad in your episode notes. One of the big news stories this week has been the debate about transgender athletes competing at the elite level. Uh, Luce, we've heard from two Aussie Olympians and they're against it. 
Yeah, the context here is over in the States. American transgender swimmer Leah Thomas has been setting college records. Thomas's success has led parents complaining and demanding the rules are changed to ban trans athletes from competing. This week, Australia's most successful Olympic swimmer, Emma McKeon, was asked about competing against trans athletes, and she said it's not fair to swim against someone who is biologically male. Emily Seabom, who is also an Olympic swimmer, agreed with McKeon when she was asked about it yesterday. She said she wants to compete on an even playing field, not against biological men who are naturally faster and stronger. Yeah, the International Olympic Committee says sports should consider including trans athletes on a case-by-case basis. And Swimming Australia says the eligibility rules need clarifying to ensure fairness for all athletes. Let's go to the big AFL news that champion Tigers midfielder Dustin Martin could be back playing soon. Uh, Martin has been on personal leave since round one, but Luce, he's back in Melbourne and could return to training next week. Yeah, so Martin has been in Sydney and away from football for personal reasons, and one of those is because his dad died during the off-season. There were reports he might retire, but a couple of weeks ago, senior Tigers advisor Neil Balm said Martin's return was simply a matter of when, not if. Richmond coach Damien Hardwick also spoke yesterday and said Martin was in a better headspace now. Getting Martin back in the team would be huge because he is the only player to win three Norm Smith medals as best on ground in a grand final. Yeah, fair to say he was a key part in the Tigers winning three flags in four years. Uh, the Tigers have lost three of their five games this season and they played the defending Premier's Melbourne on a Sunday night. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Download that for your AFL news scores and stats. In which year did Dusty make his AFL debut? Luce, help us out here. Well, he turns 31 this year, so could do a little maths to work it out. Bit of a guide there. Okay, uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. To basketball, and we've spoken a fair bit about the NBA playoffs recently. Well, it's almost finals time in the NBL here in Australia and loose. It's going to come down to the final round of games this weekend to see who makes it. Well, sit back and relax if you support Melbourne United because they are guaranteed top spot. But from there things get pretty hectic. There are four teams fighting for the other three spots and where they finish on the ladder comes down to what happens in the next few days. The Sydney Kings will likely finish second after they beat Cairns last night. That leaves the Hawks, Wildcats and Jack Jumpers fighting for the last two spots. The Wildcats play the Hawks tonight at 9.30 and if they win, then they'll make the playoffs for the 36th year in a row. 36 years loose. What a streak that is. Uh, And it's probably why their gun player, Bryce Cotton, has won two straight MVP awards and is a finalist this year. Uh, There's lots going on. So I've popped a link in the episode notes that breaks it all down for you. The saying goes sport and politics shouldn't mix. And yesterday in the US, we had another example of that. Uh, The US Capitol building in Washington, D.C. was evacuated because of a mix-up with the local baseball team. There's a bit happening here, Luce. Yeah, I think someone forgot to send a message here. So (laughs) this happened yesterday at a major league baseball game between the Nationals and the Diamondbacks. Before the game, a big plane flew over the stadium and members of the US Army Golden Knights parachuted onto the ground. The Golden Knights are the US Army's parachute demonstration team. And this was 
meant to be a bit of fun, but no one told the Capitol Police that this would happen. The thing is, low-flying, unidentified planes in restricted airspace are not welcome in Washington, so it caused some panic and everyone left the Capitol building, which is the meeting place for the US Congress. So it's a pretty important building. Thankfully, the message got through. It was just some at-match entertainment and nothing serious. Yeah, it was all good in the end, but the US Army and the Federal Aviation Administration are reviewing the incident. They sound like two pretty important bodies. Uh, So national fans, you might not see parachuters for a while at any games. All right, time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And it's another long weekend. It's Anzac Day on Monday, and that means there are some big footy games as well. Uh, In the NRL, it's the Dragons against the Roosters at the SCG. And in Melbourne, we've got the Storm playing the Warriors. And over the road at the MCG, there's a pretty big AFL game as well, Luce. Yeah, I've got the traditional Anzac Day clash between Collingwood and Essendon at the MCG. And then down in Launceston, the Swans are going to take on the Hawks. So make the most of your day off and watch plenty of footy. Uh, As for today's trivia question, brought to you by the Footy Live app, in which year did Dusty Martin make his AFL debut? Lucy's 31 in a couple of months. When did he make his debut? It was in 2010. 12 years in the league for Dusty. What a career it's been already. All right, that's it for us this week on Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Anzac Day. We'll be back on Tuesday. We'll catch you then.